Before we get started with this episode, I've got a quick question for you. Why should a couple book you instead of any of your competitors? Now, I know that may sound harsh, but it's a question you need to answer in your marketing if you want to stand out and book more weddings. After all, if couples don't know why you're the perfect fit for them, they'll compare you to your competitors, and that usually results in them comparing you based on price. Clearly, standing out is the solution to ghosting, price shopping, losing perfect clients to your competitors, hearing things like, we went in another direction all the time, your very understandable frustration, and feeling like you can't raise your prices, as well as so many other problems that plague wedding pros. That's why the totally free Stand Out and Get Booked Challenge is all about making sure you stand out from your competition so couples know within five seconds if you are the perfect fit for them or not. Because really, that's all the time you've got to stand out if you want to get booked. The challenge is happening the week of May 20th. So go grab your free ticket over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash challenge. And I'll see you there. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast, episode number 147. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses. One podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Thompson, and I'm here to help you grow your wedding business without going crazy in the process. So before we dig into the topic of today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I am hosting a live free training on August 7th, 2019, and I'll be offering it at two different times. And it's called How to Make Marketing Your Wedding Business Easier and More Effective. So if you've ever been frustrated with your marketing not working, if you've ever wanted it to be easier or less time consuming, this is for you. So I'll be answering all of your questions, including why isn't my marketing working? How do I decide where to market my business? How can I make marketing easier and less stressful? How can I spend less time on marketing and get better results? How can I get out of this overwhelm of trying to market my business and probably going through those fits of random acts of marketing? We're going to be addressing all of that in this live training. And like I said, there are two times for you to choose from. So be sure to head over to evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash August to register for this live free training. You are not going to want to miss it. Now today, I wanted to talk to you about yet another CEO type topic. It's something of a theme lately with uh, my solo episodes. But really what I wanted to talk about today is why you should probably start outsourcing before you think you're ready. And 
I get that it can feel scary and I get that it can feel like, you know, you're just not there yet. And that may be the case for full-time, you know, in-person staff that you're hiring, but that doesn't have to be what outsourcing looks like. So really, if you're delegating a task, if you're outsourcing something, you're handing the reins over to someone else so that they can act on your behalf. So either they're owning that particular task or it's a particular role. And this is really important because at some point you get to this stage in your wedding business where you're maxed out in terms of your time. You're feeling stressed out. You're feeling like there isn't enough time in the day. You're working way too much. And I've spoken for groups and I've had them raise their hand and, you know, keep it up for, have you worked 50 hours recently, 60, 70, 80 people. This is not okay to do to ourselves on a regular basis. So the way to get away from this is to outsource and delegate. You can hand over control of one task. And that's how I started too. I handed over control of my podcast editing and it has saved me so much time. And I would say it's also saved me money because as we'll talk about, you have to consider opportunity cost. If I'm going to spend two hours editing a podcast, that's two hours I'm spending not working on income generating activities for my business. But here's the thing, you can't do it all forever if you want to grow. And trying to do it all is a recipe for burnout and disaster. Time is finite. You know, you can get more of everything in life except more time. And there are things that, you know, you're just not good at in your business. So let someone step in who can do it better. So I mentioned talking about opportunity costs. This is really important because we grow up in a culture where we learn how to be employees. And so we tie things to time more than opportunity. So what opportunity cost is, is what you give up or trade as a result of your choice. It is not free to do everything yourself. It is not free to spend your time on things that aren't generating business, that is costing you clients, that is costing you leads, that's costing you opportunities. And we also don't really learn about the value of a task because not all tasks are created equal. So it's really important to be able to identify as the CEO of your business, what is this task worth? So what is the value of this task? Is this something that just has to get done as the, you know, part of doing business? Maybe it's your bookkeeping. Maybe it's responding to emails. Maybe that's more along the lines of like a $10 an hour task. But there are other things in your business that are $100 an hour tasks, that are $1,000 an hour tasks, the things that bring in the money for you, the things that actually grow your business. So you have to think about outsourcing in terms of paying someone $10 an hour so that you can make $100 an hour. Okay, you need to pay that person. So now you're making 90. But still, it's better than spending your $100 an hour CEO time on a $10 an hour 
task. And as a CEO, you should know what your hourly rate is. And it's true that delegating can take some time to get a hang of, to really get a start with. Documenting systems takes time. Hiring and training someone takes time. But it will save you time in the long run. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to keep an eye on progress over perfection. But a really important thing to consider is the sorts of things you can delegate. Now, there are things that you can delegate to people, maybe like a virtual assistant, and you're going to have to show them how to do it your way. While it's very easy to record your screen as you're doing it and then send that to your virtual assistant, I do that with my virtual assistant all the time, and she takes it and runs with it, and then she actually creates a written system for it as well so that we have it for the future and she can refer back to it without having to watch the whole video. Or you may find that you need to outsource something to a freelancer, maybe a web designer, maybe um, an accountant, you know, someone who you don't have to train, you are their client and you just need to, you know, give them the stuff they need to do their work. That's the case with my podcast editor. I just give him the stuff he needs and he can just run with it. I don't have to train him in any way because he knows more about this stuff than I do. It is essential though that you learn to let go of some control and it's hard and it can be hard for a lot of people but if you want to have a life and a business this is completely necessary and we've talked about excuses before a lot of people say you know I can do it all myself and mm, that's impossible that usually comes from a place of fear I got it but you're going to burn out Some people say, I don't have the time, which is really kind of funny when you think about it, because what they're saying is they don't have the time to get their time back. It's not going to get better until you start delegating it. None of this situation that you're in where you're feeling, you know, stressed and burned out, none of that's going to get better. And if you can start delegating before you get to that point, it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. It doesn't have to be time intensive and it doesn't have to be expensive either. You can delegate, you know, just one task. Like I said, for me, podcast editing was the first one that I handed off to someone. So incredibly worth it. And I refer people to my editor all the time. Some people get caught up in the idea that no one else can do this like I do. And I hate to break it to you, but that's not true at all. Because you can train someone to do anything that you do. You can teach them. It's still going to be your unique approach. They might even do it better than you. I know, right? That's not like the best thing to hear for your ego. But you know, if you're in business to stroke your ego, it's probably not going to go super well. Some people think it'll be faster if they just do things themselves. And that might be true right now in this moment. But what about the compound effect? And if you think about how compound interest works, the same kind of thing happens with your time here. So compound interest, you know, you invest money and then you get interest and then all of it is invested again and then you get interest on that and it compounds over and over and over again. It's amazing. 
the same thing happens with your time when you delegate. So think about all of the time you spend on that particular task in a year. That adds up real fast. And it's so easy to show someone how to do something once and let them free you of it forever. And if you are thinking you don't have the budget, then I want you to ask yourself, how much opportunity and income are you losing by working on $10 an hour tasks? So if you paid someone for five hours at $10 an hour per week, let's just say you paid them 50 bucks and they spent five hours working on some admin tasks for you. Do you really think you couldn't make more than $50 in those five hours? You couldn't bring in enough clients to cover $50. I'm willing to bet you could either plant seeds for future clients, maybe by building referral relationships, or by directly working to attract clients. Make way more than that if you had five hours freed up to work on the CEO level stuff and not be caught in the minutiae. And I have a course inside of the Wedding Business Collective that goes deep into delegation and outsourcing and, you know, what you can outsource and how and where and how you train someone, how you find the right person, the different types of people you can hire. But some key things to think about when trying to figure out what you can delegate are things you hate doing, that you put off that our time sucks, that frustrate you and just kind of drive you nuts. Things you can't do, you just don't know how. Are you dabbling? You know, are you, quote, figuring it out outside your area of expertise? Basically, anything that you're half-assing, those are things that you fall into the things you can't do bucket. And then things you shouldn't do. So, like, lower-level tasks that a VA could do for you. It doesn't require the CEO of the company to respond to all of the emails. These are things that take you away from focusing on the strategic growth of your business. And sure, they may include things you'd like doing. They maybe like scheduling your Instagram posts. But is that a good use of your time? Could someone else be doing that while you're using that time somewhere else in your business? Or you're, God forbid, taking time off. Oh no, what would we possibly do that? <laughs> I meet so many wedding professionals who work their fingers to the bone and it drives me crazy because it doesn't have to be like that. But you have to learn how to do this differently because what got you here is not going to get you there to where you really want to be. The game changes because you run out of time. You run out of hustle. You can't just hustle your way to things when you're just literally out of time and you're not sleeping and you're degrading as a person and expecting really high performance out of yourself. It's just not going to cut it. Plus, you really have to think about why did you start this business to begin with? Did you start this business to work 90 hours a week? Or did you start this business to, yes, do the work you love doing, 
but also get to have a life, to spend time with your kids, to travel, you know, whatever it is that you're into. I think we really don't think about that enough. And that really frustrates me because I see so many people going down this absolutely toxic road of, oh, it's just 60 hours this week. Oh, it's just 70 hours next week. Oh, it's just 80 hours the week after. And quite frankly, working 80 hours a week is lazy. I'd say working 60 hours a week is lazy. And it's lazy because you don't have to change anything. You just have to keep doing what you're doing and do more of it. What takes more effort and takes dealing with your mindset more is actually trusting another person and delegating things and outsourcing and learning how to manage people. And all of that takes time. It absolutely does. It's not going to be perfect right off the bat. But if you can get started by very, very simply outsourcing one thing this week. How one thing this month, it's going to make a big impact on your business. And the longer you wait to do it, the longer it's going to take for you to get the growth that you want, because there's no space for that growth. People always say, and I was in this camp too, that, you know, you can't afford to outsource or delegate. And then they do. And then it works out amazingly. I'm not saying go out and hire someone full time. You don't need to do that. You can start by kind of dipping your toe into the water. But what it also does is it holds you accountable. I know I feel held very accountable my, by my VA. I feel like I need to adhere to my deadlines and I need to get my shit together and I need to get shit done because I have another person who's waiting for me and is like, Heidi, come on, I need that so I can work on this other thing. And I don't want to be that person. So it allows me to really hold my feet to the fire and be accountable and get ahead on work. It's really forced me to up level. And, you know, like I said, I don't know anyone who has started delegating in a way that makes sense. Like, don't just go hire a ton of people. And didn't say, I should have done this sooner. I can't believe I waited so long to do this. Everybody says that. So don't be that person. Don't wait until, you know, the wheels are falling off. Do something to help yourself by actually delegating a particular task or outsourcing a particular task. This could even be home stuff. You know, order your groceries instead of going to the grocery store. You just freed up time. And I really want you to think about time as this thing that, you know, you can't get it back. And so spending, you have to be careful how you spend it, just like you do with money. The difference is you can get more money. You can't get more time. So you have to be aware of how you're spending it. And if you are spending your time irresponsibly, it's going to have a very strong impact, a very strong negative impact on your business because it's probably going to mean you aren't doing the activities that you need to do to bring in more revenue, to create more income, get more sales for your business, to really serve your clients and provide them a killer experience so they want to refer you. All of that is possible as opposed to running around 
like, you know, a chicken with its head cut off, even though I hate that visual. All of that is possible if you decide to make a change. And like so many things, it's just a matter of you making that decision that you're going to try, that you're going to start, you're going to learn. It's okay if it doesn't go super well. At least you're trying and you're moving in the right direction. But I am willing to bet that you can at least find, you know, five hours worth of work that you can delegate to a virtual assistant each week. And think about that. Every month, that's at least 20 hours freed up. What can you accomplish in that time? Or what can you kick back and relax and do in that time? Because remember, the point of having a business isn't to work yourself to death. The point of having the business is to allow you to do the stuff you want to do. And I find it very hard to believe that anyone wants to work, you know, 80 hours a week, every week. If they do, they're probably lying to you. I really don't believe <laughs> that is anything that anyone can want on a uh, sustainable basis, at least, because you start to burn out. So really think about what is one thing I could outsource to free up my time. You don't have to know how you're going to do it right now. You don't have to know who you're going to delegate it to. You can decide Okay, email inbox management, that's going to someone. Now I can go find someone who can do that for me. And whatever it is, make sure it's something that takes up your time so that you really noticed when you take it off your shoulders. Because that is going to free you up to do so much more of the important stuff in your business and to live so much more. So I hope this has given you some food for thought. I hope that you will decide to choose this road instead of, you know, burning yourself out. Because even after you burn yourself out, you're going to come back to this road because it's really the only option. Like I said, you can't get more time. So you have to find ways to effectively clone yourself. And I hope that you will decide to join me for the two trainings. Well, same training, two different times on August 7th to make marketing your business easier and more effective. And you can find that at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash August. The show notes for this episode with everything I mentioned will be at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com dot com slash 147. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to come join me inside the Wedding Business Collective. It is the place to be if you want to grow your wedding business without going crazy in the process. Inside the Wedding Business Collective, we have over $4,000 worth of courses on everything you can imagine from productivity to creating a marketing plan to Instagram to Facebook ads to pricing. The list goes on and the course library is constantly growing to fit the needs of the members. You will also get access to me as your wedding business coach and sidekick. And you can ask questions and get feedback in our incredibly supportive community of creative wedding professionals 
or dig into a problem deep with me on one of our group mastermind calls. Now, there's even more than that inside the Wedding Business Collective. So go find out all about it and start your free trial at theweddingbusinesscollective.com. Be sure to use coupon code podcast to extend that trial to 14 days. You have got nothing to lose. So go take it for a test drive and see if it's right for you. I'll see you there.